What's going on, my babies? Welcome back to another podcast. So, as always, I apologize for any noises in the background and anything of that nature. And if I pop my S's or my T's or my P's too hard, I apologize for that in advance. So, as always, I like to do a disclaimer by saying that these are for entertainment purposes only. And to always do your own research, to come to your own conclusions, to have your own answers. And I believe in your ability to be your own person. I want to talk about change today. So, for change to occur, it's really not about change at all. And when we think of change, we think of like moving on to the next chapter or like turning the page to our stories when it's not necessarily that intense, if that makes sense. Like, it's not something that flips overnight. It's not like flipping a pancake and boom, starting fresh. Just because we can't do that. Like, we can, but having the power to do that comes with a lot of challenges, comes with a lot of difficulties. That's why I say we can't, but we can over time. And I think it's more effective when you place change through time. Just because we live in a 3D world, and time is a part of our world. So, if you're searching for change in your life, it's going to come with time. And so, whatever you feel like changing, you have the power to do so, right? Like, you have the power to change your clothes. You have the power to change how you view things. And through your power of change comes you know, obviously difficulties and challenges, and you face them through time. So, if you're somebody who's like, I need a new chapter in my life, I need new, I need new, I need new, then you have to create that new step by step. And you don't always know how to do that, right? Like, when we start something new, we don't really know how to start. We just kind of like, we know what we want. And because we know what we want, we try to change, right? And so that's where time comes into play. You can't search for something new if you're constantly looking at what's old or what's already here. You can't search for a new chapter or turn the page to your story if you're constantly reading your story over and over and over. And this is something that everybody faces, no matter what type of person you are, no matter what your background is, you're always looking at the past in order to create your future, right? You say, well, I don't want that to happen again. And in order for change to occur for you, or for you to go with change, right? Because our realities are always changing. Like, when you go to sleep, you wake up, it's a new day. So, change is happening every single day all the time, around us, everywhere. And for you to say, well, I want to start, I don't know, let's use this podcast for an example. Let's say, I want to start a podcast. How do I do that? I want change to occur. How do I do that? How do I start? Where do I start? Well, I would say to get yourself into a place where You're not necessarily looking for anything, and this is something that I literally learned. I don't want to say I literally learned this yesterday, because I learned 
you know, how to change every single day, just like any other person. But it really reinforced my way of looking at life through what happened to me yesterday. And <clears throat> I'm not really going to talk about what happened, but basically I was searching, right? I was looking for something for a new, I guess, um, I don't want to say event. I want to say a new experience. And through me looking for a new experience without having the level-headedness that comes with, you know, being able to face challenges, it put me in a state where I was unable to get what I was trying to change. And so that's why I say get into a place where you're basically level-headed, where you're calm where you're cool, where you're collected, so that you have the room to absorb all the information that's being given to you constantly, right? Because life is constantly giving you answers to whatever you're looking for. You just have to not be looking. And because we're people, we want to look, right? We want to change because we don't want to be where we are right now. And because you're constantly looking for a way out, that way out feels like a revolving door. You can't get out. You're just stuck. You're just going in circles. Because it feels like the more you push against this door, the more you're stuck. So for change to occur, it's really about facing what do you really want to change, right? Like I had... I want to talk about some past experiences that helped me see this, right? So, I had a friend about three years ago who was constantly talking about how they wanted to be in a relationship, how they felt like they were going to be alone forever, how they felt like they were stuck in life, how they wanted a career change, and through me being an ear for this other person, I was constantly taking in new information and fitting it into how my life was going at the time. And it seemed that I got love very easily. I was able to get career changes very easily. Everything came to me so naturally. And I was like, okay, what am I doing that this person isn't doing? And the more I thought about it, the more it was just me going with the flow. Going with the flow of life itself. <clears throat> because the less I was looking for jobs, the more opportunities came to me for jobs or for career changes and the less I was looking for romantic people or romantic partners the more people gave me attention the more people wanted to talk to me the more the more the more right <clears throat> and so I was fitting it into his life and how it plays out into my friend's life and I was thinking that maybe it was because he was longing, maybe because he was searching, maybe because he cared about this specific change so much, that when you care about something so much, you kind of lose your level-headedness, right? Like, if you're searching for something, like, if you lose your phone, you start to panic, you start to freak out, you're like, oh my god, where is my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? And the more you look for your phone, the less you find it, and the more it amplifies that feeling of 
bro, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? I'm going to start freaking out. I'm freaking out already. And this is making me freak out even more. And putting that into context for the story, it's the more he was longing, the more he was searching for romantic partners, the more he was searching for change in his life, the more he was pushing against this door. And, you know, when you push a revolving door and you never exit the revolving door, then you are stuck in this this little loop, right? And so when you are searching for change, it feels like you're stuck in this revolving door. And the only way to get out of this revolving door is to push enough and then let go, right? You push through the door just enough for it to gain momentum and then you walk through the door. You walk through the doorway. And so when I say we can't change like instantly or overnight, the only reason I say that is because if we're putting too much momentum to this door, or if we're running through this revolving door, it's going to make it harder for us to exit. And not saying that that's impossible because people can just sprint through a revolving door, probably no problem, right? But not every single person, especially if you're the type of person who doesn't really believe in themselves, right? If you don't believe in your ability to change, then that momentum is just perpetuated. So it grows and grows and grows more of that thing. And when people say water your garden, that's what they mean. You're watering all of the things that exist inside of you. So if you're constantly doubting yourself or if you're constantly at a lack state where you're like, I don't have this, I don't have this, I don't have this but I want this, then the more that you want this, the more you see that you don't have it, right? Like when you are searching for change, maybe you say, I want my next chapter in life to be love. And you're constantly searching for love and getting your heart broken over and over, then you have that momentum perpetuated. You're like, well, I look for love and it just doesn't work and it just doesn't work. And why isn't it working and I don't understand what I'm doing wrong and that feeling of doing something wrong will be perpetuated. So the change never comes to you just because you're so focused on watering what's already there. And if you're looking for change, you're watering the fact that you don't have what you're searching for. You're in a state of longing for this change and when you're in the state of longing, you're watering the longing. You're feeding your garden, what's already there, right? And sometimes all that you need to flourish is a little bit of sunlight and a little bit of water, right? You water your garden once a day, and then you let the sunlight do what it needs to do. You're not out there trying to grab sunlight, right? You can't really grab sunlight. You can sit there and soak it in, but there's no way of grabbing it and bottling it up, right? So, when I talk about change, it's kind of like this, kind of like sunlight. You see it, it's there, it's real, it's possible, but it's not something you can just bottle up and package and sell to people. So, that's why I say it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Or it's not something that's going to happen instantaneously. But with time 
comes change. And obviously, that's why I do the disclaimer talking about how I believe in your ability to be your own person, because if I don't believe in you, if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? If you don't believe in yourself and you're constantly feeding yourself this perpetuating momentum of saying, well, I don't believe in myself, that's what you're watering yourself with. You're feeding yourself, well, I don't believe in myself. How am I going to start this? How do I even do this? How do I even change this? And the more you feed that, the more it comes true. Have you ever noticed that people who are really, really cocky, they kind of get away with being cocky and arrogant because it just seems to work for them? That's because that's what they're feeding themselves. Like, for example, right now I'm watching Jersey Shore. And Mike the situation, I don't know if you watch it, but one of the characters, one of the people in the show, he calls himself the situation. And he's a very, very confident person. And I'm not one to say that people can't or aren't attractive because they're just not my cup of tea. But to be honest, this man is now my cup of tea. And he brings home girls almost every single night. And to me, that blows my mind. Because how is he not the cutest person there, but still manages to pull and, you know, invest himself in a way that gets him to the point of success, right? Because his goal is to go out and meet a girl and bring her home. And he manages to do that pretty, pretty consistently. And... Me looking in from the outside, I'm like, how can he do that? He's so arrogant, he's so cocky, how does he get away with these things? And the more I look at him through his eyes, it's him perpetuating the cycle that he's created for himself. He says he's the greatest gift to fucking Earth, right? He feels like he's the greatest gift to Earth. So what does that mean? It means he's right. Because... That's what he's feeding himself. That's what he's watering his garden with. And if you're feeding your garden with a constant idea that you are already successful, that you already have this change that you're longing for, then it comes to you a lot naturally because you're not fighting it. You're not fighting the fact that, well, I want to start a podcast. How do I do that? There's no way anybody's going to listen to me. And then you start the podcast and you're like, well, I don't even know what to talk about. I did this research, but it feels like it's dumb or it just doesn't feel good. And people can tell how you feel. You feel me? Like, you can tell how I feel based off what I speak about, right? Or based off my tone of voice or based off of just everything. There's a multitude of ways that you can hear how somebody feels. Or understand how somebody feels. And so the more you perpetuate the cycle of, like, this is not it, then the more it's not going to be it, right? So if you really, really want to enforce this change or flip the page to your story of, you know, your life and your journey, then the more you have to realize that you're constantly flipping the page. You're already constantly flipping the page. What do you want to write on the next page? Do you want your story to be a good one or do you want your story to be a bad one? Right, and not good or bad as in like when someone reads it, they're going to be like, oh, this is trash. But more so when you read it, is it going to be good to you or is it going to be bad to you? Right? And because you're the character, what do you want to feel on the next page? Do you want your life to be this happily ever after 
Or do you want it to be this villain story where constantly you have bad things happening to you or around you? And so change really, really, really comes with time. And I know that that's something that people get sick of hearing because I know at one point I was sick of hearing that because as a person, you want the change to be right here, right now. How am I supposed to feel good if right here, right now, I'm broke and I want to be rich? How can I feel good when I don't have that money in my bank? How can I feel good when I don't have any money to my name? How am I supposed to do that? That's the whole point. That's the whole reason I want this change, right? And you have to realize that, one, making it possible means that you're going to make it possible for yourself in your thoughts, right? Because if you're like, I don't have this money, how am I going to make this money? You're going to be constantly feeding the fact that you don't have this money. And because you don't have this money, it's going to discourage you to go make more, right? If I want a million dollars to be happy right here, right now, and I don't have a million dollars, what's the point? What's the point of trying? What am I going to do? It feeds this cycle of, I'm not going to be able to do it, so I'm not going to try in the first place. And so when you're feeling really discouraged, it really stops you from chasing your dreams and chasing your goals and chasing, chasing all your successes, right? All the things that you want to change in your life that aren't here right now. And when you get yourself into this mindset of like, okay, I got this, I got this, I got this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. All I have to do is just chill. When you're sitting and not looking for any answers, that's when they all flood into your reality. That's when everything hits you. You say, how do I start a podcast? I don't know, but in time, I'll figure it out. And then a week goes by and somebody randomly comes up to you and they're like, have you seen this app? You can literally make podcasts from an app. On your phone and all you need is headphones headphones with a microphone which almost everybody nowadays has and so you sit and you're like oh that's actually something that I needed to hear like thank you so much I was thinking about doing a podcast and now you know I have a way to do that but how do I market this right and somebody comes up to you and they're like well this is how I'm marketing my my stuff you can take pieces of it you can take the whole thing I didn't come up with this, but this is what I've been doing. A lot of people do this. A lot of people do this. I can even look up videos, right? And so when you're looking for this change, it runs away from you because we are magnets as people. And when you have the same side of both magnets, they push against each other, right? So you have to remember that one side is negative and one side is positive. When you're sitting in your positive side, you're going to allow what needs to come to come forward. And when I say positive and negative, I don't mean that in the sense that positivity brings negativity or that negativity brings positivity because that's not what I mean. I simply mean that Magnets attract their, you know, opposing energy. But don't take opposing as, oh, I need to be positive and I'm going to get negative. Or I'm going to, or I need to be negative and I'm going to get positive. It's more so when magnets are not trying 
to be magnets, that's when the attraction is pulled in. And because, take, how about this? Think of pictures. When you flip a picture to its negative, it takes out the color, right? And then when you flip it, it reverses what it did. And so because we're magnet beings, we don't have to focus on being the magnet. We are the magnet. People don't have to focus on being a master manifester. You are. Why? Because you have a heartbeat. And because you're alive. And because you're breathing. And because you have a mind, you have thoughts, you have a soul. So just simply feel good in knowing that everything that you want to change happens. It's gonna happen. Maybe it's not here right now, but it's not something you need to be running after. Because the more you run after it, the further it's going to be pushed back. It's like... It's like a revolving door. If you're pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, but you never exit, how are you ever going to get out? And because we're magnets, when you're running towards something, it can't bring itself to you, if that makes sense. If you're chasing, you're not going to be attracting. And I think that's why a lot of spiritual people say, we don't chase, we attract. Because the more you're looking for something, the more it hides from you. If you're looking for something in a panic, you're probably not going to find it just because you're in this panic state. Rather than being like, well, I don't know where this is, but I know I'll find it. And it could be as small as the other day I was going to work and I forgot where my hat was. And I was like, you know what, I'll find it. I probably know where it is. And because I didn't look for it, I was like, oh, I know where it is. It's, you know, in this place. And I went to work the whole week with no hat. And right now I'm sitting where I thought it would be. And it's right here. And the only reason that I was able to remember where it was, was from not caring. The less I cared about this hat, the easier it was to find it. And through that example, it's kind of like if I was really, really looking for my hat, I probably would have been late to work a few times over a hat. And so... For me, it was kind of like, you have to learn to not make those changes a, a big deal. That's what I mean by it doesn't need to be so intense. It doesn't need to be this big, huge thing. Because the more you make something big for yourself, the more you feel small. Right? Because if you're losing something and you make that a big deal, then that's when you feel small. But if you're like, you know what, it's fine. Like, I'm here. Like... The whole purpose of my life is me. I am this main person. So I don't need to put so much attention to all the things that I want to change. Because I know that they're going to change. That's how life works. I used to be five. I remember wanting to grow up. And now I'm grown. But I remember fighting it for so long because I thought it would never happen. And sometimes we make our own stories kind of huge, right? And not saying that they're not meant to be huge. But we put too much attention to what we can't control. Like, you can't control whether or not 
uh, you worry about somebody. But what you can do is try to not worry about somebody, right? Or try to not worry about where that lost thing is. Or trying to worry about the future. Or worrying about the past. You can't control those things. And the more you focus on feeling good right here, right now, in healthy ways, the more good and healthy and positivity you bring into your life. Just because you're you're not chasing. And when you're not chasing the things that you want, they end up coming to you. Because the universe knows what you want. You are the universe. You're experiencing it in your body. You're getting to be the character to the movie. Right? And it might not feel like that because if I were to tell somebody... It's kind of like the Truman Show, right? If I were to tell you you were in a movie, you'd be like, what the fuck? No, I'm not. Like, okay. Right? And eventually, if you really took that information into consideration, you'd be like, what the brick you know and your whole idea of life would crumble just because it seems like you really don't know as much as you think you know and the more you know the less you really know so you have to really focus on not worrying about those things and allowing those things to come to you and the more you encourage yourself to push for those things the easier it's going to be for yourself to keep that positivity, right? You're going to keep hope for, I don't know, buying a new car or buying new shoes. You're going to have that positivity because that positivity is going to make it more enticing, more exciting, and you're going to want to chase those things. It's kind of like if I was a dog and you put a bone in front of me while I'm on a treadmill, I'm going to want to be running. Because I want to catch this thing. But it's also dangling right in front of me. And if I got off the treadmill, I would be able to have that knowing. That I don't have to be running on this treadmill. But this treadmill ultimately does help way more than if I just stepped off the treadmill and ate the bone. Right? So... If you're looking for a specific change, focus on that change, but also give yourself time to be okay without the change. Because you'll know that it's coming eventually. Something that I really enjoy kind of using as an example is like, think about how when you were a kid, either you wanted to be married or you didn't want to be married. And look at how that's either changed or stayed the same to this day. Like, I know a lot of people who used to imagine what their wedding would be like. Imagine what having a kid would feel like. Or imagining how it would feel to be this adult and to be free of all the rules that your parents put on you. And see how that's changed or how it's not. It's a constant. Change is a constant. So if you want to change, you're going to have to make whatever you're trying to change a constant in your life. And eventually, that change will be there right in front of you. And the best, honestly, the best example that I can give for if you want your life to change in some sort of way 
It's kind of like, I don't know, if you want a six-pack, it's not going to happen overnight. You can't just, boom, have a six-pack. It's something that you're going to have to work for, but you don't have to work out every single hour of the day. You don't even have to work out for an hour, right? You could start with 10 sit-ups and just do 10 sit-ups every single day for a month. And then because doing 10 sit-ups is something that's simple, right? It's going to be hard at first, but you're working towards your goal. And what is that goal? To have a six-pack. And then because you have this goal in mind, it's going to make you more ambitious. And so by the time you hit two months of doing 10 sit-ups every day, you're going to be like, well, this is too easy now. Now I have to do 20. Now I have to do 30. Now I have to do 40. Now I have to do 50. Now I have to do 60. Wow, I have a six-pack. And that didn't feel like a lot of work. But it did take me a lot of time, right? And regardless of however long you're doing something for, it doesn't really change how good you are at that thing, right? Like, you can be super, super obsessed with some specific thing, but it doesn't mean you're going to get good that right then and there because you're constantly on that thing. And that's where you take a step back and realize, okay, it takes time. Let me go home. Let me sleep. And then we can try again tomorrow. Every day is kind of a reset button. So try to make those changes a constant when you hit that reset button. When you go to sleep, when you wake up, think about those changes and how can you make those changes real for yourself in small baby steps because life is about the baby steps. Anyways, I hope that that was helpful. I'm going to end this here just because it already went over the time. And as always, I hope you have a good day, a good night. Whenever you're listening, my babies, I upload Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. And if it's something you're interested in, go follow my Instagram that has my Discord channel in the description. And if you join the Discord, you have the ability to ask me direct questions and I'll try to answer them on podcasts in the future. So anyways, I hope that you had a good day, a good night again. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.